0: Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6, right here on 106.1 FM NASH Icon. Hey, take us anywhere with the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, also on the World Wide Web at Nash FM 106.1 and, of course, ericasher.com. Our podcast, available on all the major podcasting platforms, anchors our home base. But, again, any of the major podcasting platforms, you can check out the show. Uh, and also previous episodes of this program as well. We, we try to post that about 20 to 25 minutes after the program ends, so you've got that to be able to check out at your leisure. Don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Don't have my guests set up yet, but we'll let you know that uh, either on social media tonight or, again, on tomorrow's program. Thursday, live broadcast on WLAE-TV at 1 p.m. We're also live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube page. Our first rebroadcast on a Thursday night is 6 p.m. on LAE, 10 p.m. on The Deuce, WLAE-TV 2, Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE, and then Saturday at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television every Saturday afternoon, always at ericasher.com, always, on, again, on the TV YouTube page, and always on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter and Eric Asher on Facebook. Also, uh, today's program, it's just going to be you and I, no guests today. Larry Holder will rejoin us on the program next week, so 504-260-1061. And we got a lot to talk about uh, on the program over the next two hours. Uh, again, let's go through some of the headlines for you, uh, some of the places where we will go uh, throughout today's program. Uh, it was a great weekend for the NFL and, of course, the NFL Hall of Fame. Of course, locally, uh, two local kids get in. Uh, Peyton Manning, of course, grew up here in New Orleans, son of Archie Manning. It was really gratifying to see Archie on stage with Peyton. And, of course, Peyton uh, talking a little bit about, again, his father and, of course, his time here in New Orleans. And then, again, touching on what I thought was a great speech about football, just all the way around about football. And, of course, Alan Fanica, uh, formerly of John Curtis here in New Orleans. Of course, his uh, parents moved to Houston before he finished high school. Uh, Ultimately, again, comes back, goes to LSU, becomes one of the greatest linemen in the history of the LSU football program. Ends up, again, as a Hall of Famer in the NFL. Alan Fanica uh, inducted into the NFL Hall of Fame. And the one thing I could say about that over the weekend was it's kind of sad because you get a couple local guys that are getting in. And you know you you want to hear the names of the coaches and, and and the people that influenced influenced them. Maybe again from you know the playground all the way up until their college years, and they didn't get that opportunity with just six minutes to be able to again tell their story and to be able to thank those that ultimately were responsible for them but again having the opportunity to be uh, to play professional football and then of course uh, to be able to rise to a, a, be an NFL Hall of Famer. Uh, but nevertheless, again, it was a great weekend up up in Canton. I had the privilege of being up in Canton when Ricky Jackson was inducted into the Hall of Fame, Uh, and uh, it it is incredible. Uh, the, the renovations, what we understand, that happened with Tom Benson giving money uh, to Canton to be able to make sure that, again, that stadium is in top-notch shape. And, of course, his name is on there for, for, uh, uh, for, for the rest of time. Uh, you gotta, you got to love, again, just the, the pageantry, everything that goes along uh, with the Hall of Fame. And of course, this year a little different because the 2020 class and the 2021 class both went in uh, and got, got a little bit of a local flavor there as well. They just got shortchanged, and you hate to see that. You play your entire career, you get an opportunity to stand on that podium like so many did before you with that gold jacket, have that bus behind you, and you don't get a chance to be able to have the time that you feel is necessary to tell your story. Uh, The six-minute time limit just wasn't enough, and I'm hoping that next year when they get back to one class, they won't put this limit on them, or if they do, they extended more than just six minutes. Just really wasn't enough time. Really a big loss for, for, for football, but also really for mankind. Bobby Bowden, former Florida State uh, head coach, the guy that, that, that uh, resurrected that program, really built that program. He dies over the weekend at 91 uh, from, again, uh, uh, pancreatic cancer. And, you know, I remember Bobby Bowden when, when, when that program was just getting off the ground. And, and, and I remember, again, in an interview that he did a while back of, you know, talking about, uh, again, how he modeled his program. And when he was building Florida State, what was the model that he used? And he talked about he used the LSU model. He looked at what went on at LSU with the stadium, the pageantry outside the stadium, as far as the tailgating, and then of course the tiger being pulled in through through the uh, uh, through the uh, stadium, and of course everybody going crazy back then. You know when Mike would be able to be uh, you know uh, brought into the stadium, and and of course it got his wheels turning, and, and of course we ultimately saw the Seminole on top of the horse with again the spear that goes the, the 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 fiery spear that goes into the turf, and of course that that made the Florida State fans go wild, and of course the building of that program into a juggernaut. And, you know, he, he talked many, many times about, again, that the model for that program was, again, what he saw at LSU. And I can remember clear as day being in in, in, uh, in Tiger Stadium. Uh, I think it was LSU was going to the Orange Bowl. I think Florida State came in there with Bobby Bowden and beat him. Uh, Bobby Bowden, one of the great coaches in the history of the game, a teacher. Again, a very, very religious man as well. Uh, a guy that was, in, was involved with Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Uh, he was just a, he was again, one for the ages. Bobby Bowden passes at 91. We're going to get into this in a few minutes. We're going to talk a bit about, again, the NBA tampering investigation in, into, again, the situation with Toronto Raptors and the Miami Heat with a sign and trade uh, for Kyle Lowry. And, of course, now also for the sign and trade between the Chicago Bulls and, and the New Orleans Pelicans. We'll get into that. Uh, the, the Memphis and Charlotte deals have been finalized. Uh, but, again, the sign-and-trade for the for uh, Lonzo Ball has not been finalized. Uh, I, I, again, if you go look on Hoops Hype or some of the other uh, uh, caps uh, 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 cap sites that really kind of tell you a little bit about what the NBA caps look like, uh, it is not official on, on those cap sites. So, again, that is an, an investigation that's ongoing, but at least the Memphis part of the deal and the Charlotte part of the deal has been finalized for the Pelicans. We'll talk about that as we go forward. The big news today, and that's going to be our first um, uh, uh, subject as we get back from break, is Jeff Duncan's article about Michael Thomas over the weekend. And then Michael Thomas's cryptic text uh, today and kind of an answer to that article that, 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 that broke over the weekend. So we'll get into that in just a few minutes after our first break. But I did want to mention, Saints are going to be looking for a place kicker. Look, we talked about it at the beginning of the season, right? Did we talk about it when Drew Brees was was getting ready to retire and and everything that that was was happening with, again, the issue with the COVID-19 cap restrictions and, and again, how that really hurt the the Saints in terms of their quality depth, uh, the inability to get Ramshack signed under a long-term deal, which really could have maybe saved some of the players that were the core players for this team, and you wouldn't be in a situation where you are right now where, again, you've... Almost an overhaul on the defensive side of the ball and some critical offensive pieces that are not going to be available for you. And we said, you cannot have injuries. This has got to be one of those years where the football gods smile on you and you have an opportunity to get through this season maybe a little bit unscathed, a little bit lucky. And you know, every team gets lucky. 2009, Saints win the Super Bowl. You can't tell me luck wasn't involved in. Yeah, the Saints had a, had a great team, but they had 39 turnovers. Okay? Remember the Robert Meacham turnover where he grabs the ball out of the Washington Redskins' uh, uh, defensive backhands and, and runs it in for a touchdown. Everything seemed to go the Saints' way in 2009 when they won the Super Bowl. In a lot of cases, yeah, you got to have a great team. Yeah, you probably have to have a Hall of Fame-type quarterback to be able to win a Super Bowl in most cases. Some have not. I mean, we've seen some other cases where they haven't had a Hall of Fame Hall of Fame-type Super Bowl quarterback, but they've had maybe a great, great defense, right? Uh, But things have to go your way. And so far, the things have not gone the way uh, for for the New Orleans Saints in this offseason. Will Lutz... Out eight to ten weeks with, a uh, again, a core injury. They brought him in. They thought they would try to get that uh, through uh, just rehabilitation and rest. Uh, but now, again, they've made the decision to go in and, and, and to have surgery. Saints to be looking for a place kicker now to take uh, Will Lutz's place. Lutz has been a weapon for this team. Okay, Make no mistake about it. Yes, he has been a little bit inconsistent at times last year. But for the most part, he's been a guy that has been nails. You can pretty much, again, bank it. Maybe you have to go back to Morton Anderson. Uh, with the New Orleans Saints, the same, again, the the type of um, confidence that you had in a kicker when, when it when it came to Will Lutz. Uh, but Lutz is now out eight to ten weeks, and that's just not good news for the New Orleans Saints. Because, look, yes, there are kickers out on the open market, and maybe you're going to get lucky where you're going to get a guy that's focused and you're going to have the ability to be able to, again, get him in the games and be knocking down field goals. The question is, can he knock down the field goals with the range that Lutz does? Uh, and And that's a big question mark going in, because a lot of those guys are already gobbled up. We'll see how it plays out. We'll see ultimately who Peyton signs when it comes to, again, another place kicker. Xavier Howard is staying with the Miami Dolphins after a reworked deal. Look, you could have saw this one coming, right? I mean, you're not letting an all-pro cornerback out the door, especially when all you have to do is, again, guarantee him more money. I think, again, they reworked the deal a bit for him, and, again, they made him happy. So, ultimately, again, I know a lot of Saints fans were dreaming of maybe Xavier Howard opposite Marshawn Lattimore here in New Orleans. Of course, I said you'd have to give up something. I mean, were you willing to give up Toronto Armstead? I don't know if I was, okay? You're going to have to give up something substantial to be able to get an all-pro cornerback like that. Nobody's giving those guys away. So, again, Xavier Howard stays with the Miami Dolphins. The Saints have now turned their attention to uh, C.J. Henderson uh, of the Jaguars, Uh, according to Jeff Duncan of the New Orleans Times-Picayune. So, again, we'll see if that comes to fruition or if the Saints are still going to continue to have to go in-house to be able to figure out, again, who's going to fill that cornerback position. Not just, again, opposite Marshawn Lattimore, but, again, as we all know, more than likely, um, Lattimore going to be out at least one or two games, even though, again, we're hearing he's having the camp of his life right now. Uh, Look, that happens in a contract year. Okay, it just does. Uh, I expect an incredible year out of Marshawn Lattimore when he plays, if he stays healthy, because, again, he's playing for big money. So it is what it is. We'll also get into some things about uh, that are going on around the city. Again, another Burbank Street shooting uh, over the weekend. Uh, again, another uh, 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 very, very violent weekend here in New Orleans. Almost a repeat of what we saw last weekend in terms of the numbers. It's getting absolutely ridiculous, ladies and gentlemen. We'll talk about that. And of course, uh, as expected, with again this uh, outbreak of the of the Delta variant of, of COVID nineteen, uh, things are starting to get canceled. Uh, Jazz Fest over the weekend canceled their their uh, their, their fall uh, festival season, uh, and they will not uh, commence their, their uh, fest until again twenty twenty two at the again the normal uh, last weekend of April first weekend of May. Uh, There is no October Jazz Fest uh, here in New Orleans. This weekend, the red dress run has been canceled. Uh, Now, this comes on the heel of of last week, uh, having White Lennon Night canceled. I'm sure Dirty Lennon Night will be canceled as well this weekend. So, again, look, COVID-19 concerns. Everybody that wants to bitch and complain about it, all I can say is this, get your ass vaccinated. Okay, period, the end. We're, We're where we are right now because people decided for whatever reason they didn't want to get vaccinated. And that's so we are where we are. And what did you expect? Louisiana's the epicenter for COVID-19 right now. We're right back where we were, and it is what it is. We're not going to get out of this thing until people decide to be able to figure out where they're going to vaccinate. Now, the good news is vaccinations are up 500% in Louisiana since the outbreak of the Delta variant. So we'll see how this kind of plays out, if, again, we can get this thing under control here in Louisiana so that we don't see widespread shutdowns like we saw in the, the last time around. And let me tell you something right now. Don't think for a second that LaToya Cantrell will hesitate. There might have been some hesitation on her part if ultimately she had to run a real mayoral race and she had legitimate competition where she had to worry about the backlash. But there is no competition. She will be reelected, so she pretty much has carte blanche to do whatever she wants to do. And don't think for a second that she won't put big time restrictions on this town if this continues. Now this comes in at a time where honestly, hospitality industry has rebounded and has rebounded very very well. Um, you know we're seeing summers like we have not seen in this town in decades, and maybe in my lifetime. I mean, we know how the summers are. I mean, we're trying to manufacture having people come into the, to here in, in, in the summer. You know, Tales of the Cocktail, Red Dress Run, uh, a White Lennon Night, Dirty Lennon Night. I mean, you do all the things that we're doing here uh, in, in, in the summertime just to try to bring, again, tourists in. Tourists are naturally coming into New Orleans right now because they're tired of being locked down. But eventually they're going to get the word that this is the epicenter for the Delta Avarant outbreak and people are going to choose to go elsewhere. And It's unfortunate. Because we could have done better and we just didn't. Whatever your reason was. I mean, I've told you before, I can't sit behind this microphone and tell you to get vaccinated. But again, just look at the look at the end result here of where we are. And again, if you don't want to be in we're already in a mask mandate, and a lot of people don't want to wear the mask. So we'll see how the situation goes, goes forward, but we're already seeing these cancellations. Uh, French Quarter Fest as of right now is not, is not canceled, but huh, I think it's gotta be on the horizon, right? Got to be on the horizon. We'll see how the planet plays out. We'll get a little bit deeper into that uh, as we go forward on today's program. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll jump into the Saints immediately, uh, and then we'll talk about uh, all the rest of the uh, headlines that we that we threw out here. want to remind everybody about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, yeah, we're, we're really in the dog days of summer. It is hot outside, and it's not going to get any better. Uh, folks, I'm telling you, if your A.C. breaks down, if you're not, you don't have that cool air flowing through your home or your business, call Burkhardt. They'll be there for you quickly. 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home, especially for, again, you that are there at your house. You don't have to sit home in this hot house waiting on the AC guy to show up. Go take care of some errands. Go get some exercise. Go do whatever you need to do. Uh, But, again, they'll give you a 30-minute courtesy call. You just come back and meet them here at the home, and you know what? They'll get you taken care of. Nate certified technicians, highest certification in the industry. Fifteen trucks in the field strategically set up all over the metropolitan area to make sure they can get to you quickly when you need help. And look, you don't have to remember a phone number. Everybody's got a smartphone now, right? ACpromise.com is the easiest way to remember everything you need to know about Burkhardt. For a company you can trust with your AC system, when it breaks down or if you need a new system, it's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. ACpromise.com. ACpromise.com.
1: If you're over the never-ending New Orleans summer heat... It's hot. ...then you're one of us. It's hot. Welcome to 106.1 Nash Icons' never-ending summer of Nash. I mean, let's be honest. We all prefer Nash country over 106 degrees. Let us reward your battle against the heat with some of the hottest tickets in New Orleans.
2: It's all about having a good time, right?
1: Every weekday while you work with Scott Innes, you can win tickets to Florida Georgia Live... Company, never my and Eric Church. All you gotta do is put a drink in my hand. Yes, one Nash winner will get them all. Get the code to text every day while you work. Stream us online at nashfm1061.com. Then turn it up loud. The never-ending summer of Nash. Only from New Orleans country giant. 1061 Nash FM. This report is sponsored by Walgreens.
3: Let's start with everyone out there looking to catch up on some much-needed summer fun. Narrow it to all those summer fun seekers who got caught without sunscreen. For you, Walgreens has the essentials to keep your summer going, with delivery in as little as one hour. Restricted supply. See walgreens.com for details.
4: Delays remain heavy if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection from Stumpf Boulevard to the O'Keeffe Howard Avenue exit. Also, look out for delays that are steady westbound along the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. Also, be mindful of delays that are steady along Interstate 10 on the eastbound side from just past City Park to the High Rise. And on your delays remain heavy westbound along Interstate 10 on the westbound side from just past St. Bernard to Canal. And also look out for delays that are solid along on the 610 on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. I'm at Robinson, broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center.
3: On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling, answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary.
0: Hey folks, don't forget about my friends at Villaries Forest. They're celebrating 52 years in business. To celebrate the occasion during the month of August, Villaries is offering cash and carry rose special at second to none. First of all, let me just say this right now. Look, some people go to the, uh, the, to the store. They get the store-bought, store-bought roses. They bring them home to their wife, their girlfriend, whatever, or get them to decorate the house. The quality of, again, the roses that you get at Villaries, the store-bought roses, uh, it's the difference between Yankee Stadium and Curse Rooney. That's, that's, that's how wide the gap is. Uh, when you talk about Villarreal's Roses and the quality of Villarreal's Roses, they, they stay uh, fresh longer. I mean, longer. I mean, again, literally a couple weeks at some time if you take care of the roses and you keep up with them. I mean, just amazing. You're getting those high-quality roses for $9.99 a dozen. That's $9.99 a dozen. That's unheard of. I mean, for that, for that price, you can get two, three, four dozen and, and make your significant other happy. Also, giant Louisiana sunflowers are three for five dollars and twenty cents. Again, these beautiful Louisiana sunflowers uh, three dollars five, three, three for five dollars and twenty cents. Uh, come celebrate Villery's fifty second anniversary. You can do that on the North Shore or the South Shore, both locations again offering this special. And of course, you can check them out on uh, online at dot com. Man, take advantage of this special during the month of August. You won't see it again. Nine ninety nine a dozen for Villery's high quality roses and three. Louisiana sunflowers for $5.20. That's on the North Shore and South Shore and VilliersFloris.com. All right, let's talk a bit about the Michael Thomas situation. Uh, Jeff Duncan comes out with an expose over the weekend uh, talking about the inside of what was went on between uh, Michael Thomas and the Saints. A lot of it, again, we, we knew a little bit about it, but he went a little bit more in-depth in this. And I talked about this a little bit on, on social media on, on Friday. Look, my, my feeling has not changed at all from when all this really came out a few weeks ago, okay? Both parties are at fault here. Michael Thomas is at fault, and so are the New Orleans Saints, okay? Again, you can't look at either one and say that one's more culpable than the other. <laughs> Both are at fault. The Saints share in this train wreck. It's pretty simple, and I, and I laid this out for the audience a couple weeks ago. If the call are not being answered, okay, by Michael Thomas, as, as Jeff has said in his article, as it was mentioned in, again, a, uh, I believe it was uh, Adam Schefter in, in a previous tweet, somebody should have gotten on a plane and went to California to find out where he was in his rehab. Period. The end. Okay? I mean, it's not that hard. Okay? It wasn't like you were in a COVID-19 uh, shutdown and nobody was allowed in California. Okay, you could have got on a commercial plane, or you could have took Benson's private plane and flew to California, went to his home, knocked on his door, and find out, okay, what is going on and why are you dodging our phone calls? And I don't know why you would. Everything you have invested in Michael Thomas, what would it, again... How hard would it have been for you to be able to get in a plane and go find out what the heck's going on? Somebody from the medical staff, somebody from the training staff, even Sean Payton himself, maybe, again, the wide receivers coach, who, again, uh, was was the one that supposedly was making calls and was, was not returned. Payton was making calls. Payton's calls were not returned. Are you kidding me? $61 million guaranteed invested into this player, and you're not going to take the extra step here? You're not going to, again, find out what's going on? Why are you not returning the calls? Why did you miss the appointment in February? Uh, and, and why, again, what, what is the situation here? Look, he has the Saints over a barrel. And he knows it. Okay, the dead money in, in, in a time where, again, the Saints can, cannot afford to handle any more dead money puts him in a position of strength. If they trade him, $23 million in dead money comes due. They can't afford it. Okay? So, again, it's hard to overcome a $61 million guaranteed player if that player turns into a diva. Once again, they didn't strongly discipline uh, Michael Thomas. He's changed, okay? No matter what you say, and I'm going to get into this in a few minutes, because the media members are not saying what they're seeing, okay? The coaches are not coming out. The, the other players are not saying what, they're, what they've seen in Michael Thomas, but the Saints are part of, part of uh, there at fault. Look, one thing that that, that Peyton has done is he's a co- he's a player's coach, but he's a disciplinarian, and he does go by the mantra of, of again Bill Parcells, where Parcells did not Parcells did not treat every one of his players equally, okay? And rightly so. I mean, some guys are superstars, some guys are guys are hangers-on that are barely around there. Not going to treat the superstar the same way again that you treat the undrafted free agent. Sorry, this is not the way it works in the hierarchy of the NFL. And Parcells knew this. Where does Peyton come from? That Parcells tree. They didn't strongly discipline Michael Thomas last year when, when again, he got into the C.J. Gardner-Johnson fight. They gave him a slap on the wrist. They, they They could have, again, clawed back his bonus, okay, and really hurt him in his pocketbook when he was disrespecting the coaches. They didn't do that. Then he goes to the organization in the offseason with no consequences for his actions. Where's the consequences for not returning the phone calls? I'm just going to say this right now. I don't care what business you're in. If your boss is calling and you're not answering the phone and you're ignoring that phone call for three months, you think you got a job at the end? I don't care what business you're in. $61 million guaranteed wrapped up in this guy and he's not returning phone calls? And then no one in the organization is going to take the next step? I mean, these are actions that, again, when when you look at this, these are actions that are detrimental to the team. How could they not be? This is going to cost the team this season. It's now, again, a controversy within the locker room and and around the the program. Also, there was a communication breakdown in March. I go back to what I've said since the beginning of this. Why didn't they extend uh, Sanders? I mean, he was a guy in-house that already knew the offense. He wasn't a problem. He loved being here. Uh, and, and why, extend him? Extend him to a cat friendly deal. Okay, you you, you can't afford to, to do that with Sanders. Maybe because you're worried about his age. Okay, he's over 30. Well then draft a wide receiver. We heard Terrence Marshall was on the, was on the on the um uh, on was was gonna be there picking the first round. And now ultimately again that didn't happen. So pick another wide receiver. There were top wide receivers in, in this class that, again, could have come in and immediately helped this team. Or better yet, because, again, of the lack of veteran leadership in that, in that wide receiver room, why didn't you go out in, in free agency and, and, and sign one of the top uh, wide receivers to a cap-friendly deal? Backload the deal if you have to. Look, I'm not telling Mickey Loomis how to do his job, okay? But he knows how to set up a contract that wouldn't affect the cap. That didn't happen. So, again... When you look at this situation, there was too much invested in Michael Thomas to wait until June to react. So the Saints blew it, okay? And now they got a very expensive injured malcontent on their hands. And that's the bottom line here. You knew what you had invested in Michael Thomas. You knew you had now again, again, he was too expensive to cut, but yet you allowed this thing to fester during the offseason for months when nobody again said, Man, maybe we take a trip out to California. Go take Mike out to dinner and find out what's going on. Then comes today, where we get again after Jeff Jeff Duncan's uh, article, which again, obviously Jeff's got an got somebody inside of the organization that is feeding him this information. Okay, that's what that's the way it is. That's the way these articles come out. Jeff's got a a great relationship there. He's got somebody to feeding him information. Kudos to Jeff. Michael Thomas comes out today uh, on his his, uh, Twitter feed and says, and I quote, They tried to damage your reputation. You saved theirs by not telling your side of the story, end quote. Seriously? Michael Thomas is the king of cryptic tweets. If the information that was leaked to the, by the Saints to Jeff Duncan of uh, the Times-Picayune and the previous leaks by the club to national reporters are not true, hey, Michael Thomas, stand up and tell your side of the story. Peer The end. Stand up and tell your side of the story. Cryptic tweets don't rehab your reputation. That's the, that's the bottom line here. Somebody's saying something about me derogatory something that's untrue, you better believe I'm using my platform to be able to, again, put everything put it in check and to be able to tell my side of the story. Tried to damage your reputation, you saved theirs by not telling your side of the story? Give me a break. Seriously, give me a break. Now, I'm not giving the Saints a pass here. Because both Michael Thomas and the Saints are at fault for this train wreck. So let's lay it on the table because, you know, I'm certainly not afraid to. You better believe I'm not afraid to lay it on the table. The reporters on this team that cover this team may not say it, but Michael Thomas has been a jerk since he signed the new, his new deal. Look, there was a time when he was accessible, okay? Now he rarely does an interview. That's his prerogative as a player. He doesn't have to do an interview. Just saying before he was accessible, now he's not. It's been reported, so this is not something that's anything new. He's been a jerk to the support staff, the coaches, and even to some of his teammates. You'll hear people, again, that they'll whisper, Michael Thomas has changed since he got the money. For, maybe he's not happy in the Walls. Maybe he is. I don't know what the situation is. I don't know Michael Thomas that intimately. But I'm not going to sit here like Fanboy and go, oh, man, Michael Thomas is right because he's got a, you know, because he's, he's a really good player. Something's going on with Michael Thomas. Maybe again uh, that, that all of a sudden he became a diva. But yet the organization hasn't responded. The organization didn't put the hammer down on him. Instead, they walk on eggshells. Again, around their newly minted uh, diva wide receiver. Nobody saw this coming. Michael, Thomas, you cannot look at the Michael Thomas pre-new contract and post-new contract and tell me it's the same dude. Even from the outside looking in, when it comes to divas in the past, this team shipped those divas out. Remember Jimmy Graham pouting. Okay, He wanted to be paid as a wide receiver. He got the highest amount of money ever given to a tight end, and he still bitched and complained and pouted. Where did he go? He got shipped off to Seattle. They just gave Brandon Cooks a brand-new deal. He's walking around like a diva. What do they do? They ship him out to New England. That's just to name a couple. They've been talking about Junior Galletta, who became a cancer in the locker room after they gave him his big deal, and they shipped him out as well. But this is a different Saints situation now. Because of the state of the the Saints cap and the dead money hit that that they've had to take over again with all the players that they had to let go uh, because of COVID-19 losses, because of the Drew Brees contract that became due, once again, he, he ended up retiring, which they knew was coming. And now again... It looks to be like a malcontent with Michael, Michael Thomas, the, the $23 million in, in a cap hit if they try to move him. He's got the Saints over a barrel. They can't afford to cut him, they can't afford to trade him, and he knows it. He knows it. Look, I said this before, I'm not giving Peyton a pass here, okay? He is at fault for giving him, uh, for, for, for again, for having him in the game. Against the Ten Bay Buccaneers, when the game was over, okay, ridiculous to have any kind of guys in that, trying to score down there at the end to kind of pile it on, and ultimately again he gets for the gets hit in a little freak shot was Latavius Murray rolled into his leg, and of course he's out for the rest of the season for the most part. The training staff and the medical staff are at fault for not giving him sir having surgery immediately, okay? The dude, he was non-existent last season. In and out the lineup. Even when he was in the lineup, he wasn't the same guy. And look, I don't want to hear this spin that the organization throws out there that Michael Thomas wanted to be there for Breeze's last season because that is pure spin, okay? If he has the surgery last season, this is a non-issue. Yeah, he's probably not going to play again last year, but he didn't do anything for the team last year to begin with. So put him... If you knew the severity of the injury then, because I remember we heard, yeah, he's injured, but but again, he can't injure himself any more than what he's injured already. Well, what? Then we find out it's torn ligaments and possibly torn deltoid? Really? So that's pure spin. And then, of course, to me, the organization is at fault for not following up with Michael Thomas face-to-face when their calls went unanswered. Immediately. Okay, look, they can't send him a pink slip because ultimately, again, you know, they have, he has him over the barrel. But for an organization that has a private plane, it's not even trying to get on a, on a commercial airline. You could have flew out to Cali and find out what was going, what's going on with Michael Thomas. What's what is in his head? Now I'm going to say what, what most won't say. It seems to me that Peyton was more concerned with his off-season wedding plans. Than his team in, in the offseason. Here's my case in point. No organized no organized team activities. Okay? No organized team workouts. Now look again, remember the NFL PA said they weren't going to allow uh, or they asked their players not to work out on the field. Now some teams did, right? But the Saints chose not to. But Peyton for the second year in a row, the first one was COVID nineteen related, this time around, what? Stay home, get yourself in shape, come to camp in shape, and we're going to be ready to go. This is in the first offseason of post-breeze when the team had been gutted by cap cuts, okay? The, the, the club was auditioning two new starting quarterbacks, okay? New leadership had to emerge in that locker room. Players that were once backups are now being counted to, to be starters. Look, if <laughs> all those reasons. And then on top of that, you can't contact your $100 million injured receiver to have surgery so he can be ready for the regular season? So what does that happen? It leads you to have to sign a lacrosse player, and he's the best wide receiver you got. That and a band full of, of, again, undrafted free agents man in the wide receiver position. No, this was an offseason. If there was ever an offseason in the history of this organization under Sean Payton, where Payton needed to be more hands-on, and he wasn't. And he wasn't. Go ahead, guys. Take the take the take the uh, the the, uh, the summer off. Take t- no, I'm sorry. Take the spring off. We're okay. No, you're not okay. You're, this team is in transition. So I put that on the organization. I put that on Sean Payton. As far as Michael Thomas, man up. I mean, man up. If this was a hit piece by the t- by, by the team to cover their ass, then publicly state your side of the story. I mean, period of the end. Cryptic text ain't gonna get it done, brother. Okay, you got something to say, say it. You have a platform, say it. Are you afraid of surgery? Because that's one of the things. And i the first thing that pops in my mind is you don't get the surgery during the season, you don't get the surgery in the off season. you want to see if it can heal on its own, and and then again you start you, you ghost the team. Are you afraid to have surgery? Answer the question. Did you follow up with the specialist? Why didn't you have the surgery? Did you return call to the team and the medical staff? Okay, because if somebody's telling me that happened, didn't happen and somebody's putting that on me, I'm surely going to stand up and say, hey, wait a minute. Nobody called me. I was in constant contact. I'm going to tell my side of the story. The truth will set you free, ladies and gentlemen, and this cryptic tweet of, They tried to damage your reputation. You saved theirs by not telling your side of the story. That's a bunch of BS. It's a bunch of BS. Look, i I tell you this right now. Tried and true. You learn your mistakes by, again, making mistakes, right? I don't believe the spin that comes from the airline drive mafia. I never have. I never will. Okay? I know how they operate. But the fact is, Michael Thomas didn't have offseason surgery, and he's not available to his team. So you know what the time is? It's time to speak up or shut up. Because the cryptic text ain't going to get it done. Both sides are at fault. The Saints are at fault and Michael Thomas' fault for where we are now. And that's just the way it is. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We'll be right back. I'm here with my good friend Mike DeLaHusie at the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you you have, like, the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud, no. As a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 causeway at I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella
2: you've heard some incredible things about Diamonds Direct on the radio, but is it all true?
3: I think in a lot of cases we've actually exceeded people's expectations because they come in expecting the selection and the pricing and the warranties to be like a marketing story, but when we say we have more diamonds, we have better prices, we'll prove it to you.
2: That's New Orleans seasoned jewelry professional Elaine Didier. She loves it when skeptical customers come in, only to find that Diamonds Direct does indeed offer better prices and more selection. Not to mention a free warranty that covers you for life on any purchase. We
3: have all those warranties to back it up. You need to get it resized. Can you break a prong? Great. You can bring it back and you don't have to worry about it because you're always going to have a selection and you know whatever choice you make will take care of it.
2: Diamonds Direct, a welcome and refreshing concept for New Orleans.
3: I feel like we offer a little bit of that New Orleans yap, a little bit of something extra that you're not going to find anywhere else.
2: On Severn Avenue across from Lakeside Mall or online at diamondsdirect.com.
0: Inside New Orleans, I'm your host, Eric Asher. just want to touch on the Pelicans for a minute. I did want to say Brett Mayer has been signed by the uh, the, the Saints, according to Mike Triplett. Uh, he is going to be the place kicker for the Saints, uh, uh, at least trying out uh, for Will Lutz's position. Will Lutz, uh, in case you are just tuning in, undergoing surgery for a core injury, uh, eight to ten weeks, he's out something else broke over the weekend and I'm going to get more into the pelicans in the second hour but I just got to hit this before before we get out of here for the first hour uh, the NBA is actually investigating the pelicans for tampering you <laughs> gotta say it again the NBA is actually investigating the New Orleans pelicans for tampering both the uh, Miami Heat, the Toronto Raptors for the Kyle Lowry Deer, and then the, the sign-and-trade there, and then, of course, the sign-and-trade with Lonzo Ball with the Chicago Bulls. I mean, what a joke here. I mean, investigating a team that got stung by the Lakers, who, again, were tampering with AD using LeBron James via Rich Paul and Clutch Sports as a shield. I mean, you're, 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 let me get it again. The Lakers, who, again, again, who wanted AD, again, were, were – we're salivating over the opportunity to get AD. We're going to get AD at any cost. Using LeBron James via Rich Paul and Clutch Sports, the new agency, right, as a shield. And yet the NBA now wants to investigate the New Orleans Pelicans when it comes to tampering. I mean, that is funny, really funny, hilarious stuff. LeBron James fronts for the Lakers constantly, tampering with other NBA players who are under contract, and and the league, which again I've said said this on social media the other day, okay, hasn't kept up with the new era of players recruiting other players. Instead, they turn a blind eye to it. Oh yeah, they say, oh you no oh, no you can't do no 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 okay. Now, this is what's unbelievable about this. I'm gonna get a little bit deeper into this in the second hour. But. You're talking about a you're talking about a team that was uh, that again was a victim of tampering, and now the NBA wants to hold this this um, sign and trade up. Let me just say one thing. Did the NBA ever consider that the Bulls and the Pelicans were really really close in, in sending ball to the Bulls at the trade deadline that a deal might have already been hammered out and in place? Okay. That Rich Paul's new agent, okay, was already, again, in, in a position where, again, he had... Remember what he said? Paul said, Rich Paul said four years, $80 million for Lonzo to stay. He got four years, eighty five with the Bulls. I mean, Silver looking a lot like Roger Goodell on this one. I mean, and, and I think Adam Silver is more of the beloved uh, commercialist out there. But this is ridiculous. Okay, The NBA loves the legal tampering period. They love the buzz it gets. They love the Woj bombs and the Shams uh, tweets. It's part of, see, so, so why single out New Orleans of all, of all franchises after getting stung by LBJ and the Lakers in the, a, in the AD deal? It puts a spotlight on, again, how ridiculous the NBA can be at times. The legal tampering period is there for that. So wait, they announced it so too quickly for you? Now, I don't know what was going on in Toronto and Miami and Kyle Lowry, okay? But I do know that the the, the Pelicans and Bulls were really close to a deal at the deadline. So what is it? They dot a few I's, they cross a few T's, and it's not like the Pelicans went in and they robbed the Brinks Bank. Okay? They got garbage in return. Okay? Now, look, I like Garrett Temple. We'll see what Cernowski's going to do. Okay? But seriously, it's not like they broke the bank bringing back something for Lonzo Ball. If anything, some people think, I think they got fleeced. I I think the the NBA better check itself, okay? They encourage these leaks, so why now go after the Pelicans? It makes little or no sense. I mean, it's almost laughable. It really is. Pelicans tampering with the Bulls to get what? Sarnowski and Temple? (laughs) Come on. Seriously? You're holding this? If anything, they hurt the Pelicans here. The Pelicans were trying to expand the Memphis deal, maybe the Chicago deal, to be able to try to bring in a shooter. And they can't even do that because everything's held up on the salary cap now because the NBA is going to do their investigation. Why don't y'all go investigate the damn Lakers, okay, or, or, or the Brooklyn Nets or any of these other super teams, again, that, that are killing the NBA right now. Leave small market New Orleans alone because the only thing they've gotten is the shaft for the NBA and those that want that want again, uh wanna want to be able to take away superstars. They're already tampering on Zion right now, and he's only in his third year. Where's the NBA on that one? Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. It's a black guy for the NBA. Really, honestly. It looks like Roger Goodell took over the NBA for a couple days. Like Adam Silva went on on a little bit of a hiatus, and then Roger Goodell jumped in the seat and said, let's go after the Pelicans. Yeah, they they really broke the bank on that one. Sarnowski and Temple, ooh. That's something to be able to investigate. Absolutely ludicrous. All right, we come back. We'll wrap up hour number one. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for a new system, don't sign that contract with any other company until you call my friends at Burkhart. They'll come out. They'll sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of, again, an air conditioning system. They'll do a, they'll measure your home, state-of-the-art uh, uh, techniques to be able to get, the, again, the right measurements, so they get the right tonnage, so your, your house can stay cool in the, in the summer and warm in the winter. And then, of course, the service after the sale. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. Honesty, reliability. It's all the reasons why you want Burkhardt. acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And a restaurant, so good. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike see the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what? My prescription medication, and the TikTok Cafe, have in common. What's that? They me? cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry mouth, ringing in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. or dave me at insagency.com.
1: Ask your provider or an online prescriber if KolaGuard is right for
0: you. Or visit KolaGuard.com. I'm in. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Derek Asher. Thanks so much for being there. Hour number one is in the books. Hour number two coming up. We'll talk more Pelicans. We'll talk about the the trades that have now been finalized now. We'll talk a little bit about what's going on with the cancellation of Jazz Fest, Red Dress Run. And, of course, we'll talk about Uh, Another violent weekend in New Orleans. All that coming up in hour number two. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Derek Asher. Stick around. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your A.C. ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new A.C., trust Burkhart to treat you with respect to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com, and Telemeric sent you.
1: Our man, Eric Asher. And the truth shall set you free.
0: That's right, the truth will set you free. You'll always get my, my thoughts on what's happening. I'm always going to tell you the exact the way I feel about it. Never going to be sugarcoating it. And I'm not worried about backlash, whether it be political backlash or backlash from, again, the professional uh, teams in this town. I'm not worried about it. I'm going to tell you exactly what I think each and every day right here on 106.1 FM, taking you home four to six. Uh, so, again, if you missed our first hour, you missed a lot, man. Uh, we talked a little bit about what was going on with um, uh, Peyton uh, and Bollinger. Uh, uh, talking about uh, uh, Peyton Manning and uh, Alan Fanica going into the Hall of Fame. We talked a little bit about Bobby Bowden. He passed over the weekend at 91 from uh, uh, pancreatic cancer. Again, how he modeled that FSU program when he took it over after LSU. I mean, he really took notes from LSU, and he said he won't model this program after that. We got a little bit into the NBA tampering investigation into the Orleans Pelicans, which is absolutely from the ridiculous to the sublime, okay? Uh, and then we really got extensively into Jeff Duncan's article about Michael Thomas and, and Michael Thomas's cryptic tweet uh, again uh, uh, about the uh, organization. Uh, and of course, uh, uh, we mentioned, as always, about the situation with Will uh, Lots. He's out eight to ten weeks with a core injury. He's going to have surgery. Brett uh, Brett My- Mayer has been brought in uh, to be able to uh, try out for his particular spot. Xavier uh, Howard is staying with the Miami uh, Dolphins after rework deal. Uh, the, the according to Jeff Duncan, the Times-Picayune, uh, C.J. Henderson of the Jags is on their radar. And this is game week, man. You know, look, we can talk all you want about practice, practice, practice. Uh, football was a contact sport. I've been telling you this for the last few weeks. Uh, you know, getting uh, you know barely hit and and put to the ground. No, no, we are gonna find out what you got over the next three weeks. In preseason, going to find out, again, if, if there's going to be a, a team that's not going to make a lot of mistakes, going to t- find out if this is going to be a physical team. We're going to find out a lot about, again, some of the players that are vying for spots that were left left uh, because of COVID-19 cuts. Uh, and we'll find out a lot about this quarterback position as well. Uh, the big difference when the bullets are flying for real, even if it's just a preseason game and you have to make plays and you know you're about to get hit and the receiver's about to get hit. Uh, we'll find out a lot about, again, what this team's going to look like over the next three weeks uh, in preseason with this shortened preseason. And I've said before, you know, I just wish they would have had a, uh, a, a, a practice or a set of practices against another NFL team because I think that that is the best way to evaluate what you really have uh, when you're going mano a mano against another team that, is, that again, is trying to be able to um, – uh, 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 guys that are trying to make their team and then it's, it, it's different than a preseason game because it's structured. You can you can see exactly what plays you want to see. You can evaluate certain players the way you want to want to evaluate them. Uh, Where well, you really can't do that in a preseason game. But nevertheless, and they start the preseason on the road in Baltimore on Saturday night. Uh, we'll get into, a, again, another Bourbon Street shooting, another violent weekend in New Orleans. We talked a little bit about this. We'll get, dive into it a little bit more a little bit later on. Jazz Fest has been canceled. Now the Gretna fence has canceled. Uh, also, the Red Dress run is canceled, all because of COVID-19 concerns. We'll talk about that uh, as we go forward uh, on today's program. Two six zero one zero six one is the phone number. Going to jump into some Pelicans now. We talked a little bit about the uh uh, the ridiculous tampering charge uh, that the NBA is investigating right now with the Pels. Uh, but here's what we know, okay, about the, the now that the dust has settled on the trades. The Memphis trade is official, okay? Uh, now, again, the, the only expansion of the trade, if you want to say that, was again the Charlotte deal is also official. So here's where we are. The Pelicans traded Bledsoe Adams, their 10th overall pick, which is a lottery pick, and the 40th pick in the 2021 draft, and the top 10 protected Laker pick, uh, uh, in 2022, and they received uh, Jonas Valashunas, uh, the 17th pick and the 51st pick uh, in this draft. Uh, the Pels were able to create 36 to, to 39 million dollars in cap room with that particular move. Also, again, uh, with, with the deal with Charlotte, uh, uh, they were they were able to um, uh, create some some extra room as far as the as their as their trade exception uh, with that deal as well. They got a 17 million dollar trade exception uh, now, uh, all told. Uh, with a deal with Charlotte, it was a sign-and-trade. Uh, they get Devontae Graham. They sign him to a four-year, $47 million deal. Uh, they they give up a 2022 protected lottery pick. And just as I suspected last week when we were talking about this, uh, if that doesn't convey this year, okay, so let's say the Belicans don't make the playoffs, if they don't make the playoffs, oh, man, I tell you, there's going to be some trouble brewing on, on air drive. But if they don't make the playoffs, they hold on to that protected lottery pick. Uh, that means that again, the the trade turns into two second round picks that will convey again th- uh, th- this year, and then I believe the following season. Uh, so again, that that particular uh, trade is um, has been has been uh, uh, approved. What has not been approved now is because of the of ta- the tampering charge, is the Lonzo Ball sign and trade deal four years, eighty million dollars uh, to the Bulls. the The Pelicans were able to get Garrett Temple back. Uh, They extended him for three years, $5 million per year, but only the first two years are guaranteed. They also got Tomas Sadrnowski, who was said to be, again, on the move in an expanded deal, but ultimately, again, he's staying in New Orleans right now if that deal is consummated. Okay, right now it's it's being held up. Uh, They also got a second-round pick. Wow, okay. I mean, look, I'm not – look, I'm the king of second-round picks. Okay, they're assets. And I've said it before. Anytime and with every every player that has come here from that from since the time that Griff got here, with Anthony Davis deal, every one of those players are considered an asset. What even if you don't sign them long term, what can you get for them to be able to build your program, to build your team long term? Now I can be critical. I can be very critical with Griff right now and say, the the second biggest chip that you got in the Anthony Davis deal. You dealt him for the Bulls for a second-round pick, an aging Temple, and a Saturnowski. Doesn't look good on paper. Just saying. I mean, I really could, okay? That's why I'm kind of laughing at the NBA. You're really thinking like this is a tampering charge on the part of the Pelicans? They got Saturnowski, Temple, and a second-round pick for Lonzo Ball. Give me a break, okay? Give me a break. So where are we? Well, there's talk that, again, Laurie Marketing might be headed to New Orleans in a sign-and-trade. They might use that $17 million trade exception for him. First of all, let me say this. Marketing should have been involved in the original deal for Alonzo for Ball. Why he's not involved in that deal is mind-blowing, okay? Because at least he's a viable asset. Look, I like Temple, kid out of LSU. I've said it before. He's going to be, he's a, again, he's a poor man's Chris Paul, in terms of leadership. Uh, not, he's a he's a nice backup player. Okay. But they got a bunch of guys, again, that are backups for the most part uh, in that deal. Marketing is a legitimate NBA starter. Okay, They could have got marketing back in this deal. They didn't get marketing back in the deal. Now, all we heard over the over the last week was Buddy Heal back to New Orleans, right? The rumors of Buddy Heal never materialized. Now, maybe it's because of the announcement and the investigation into the ball sign and trade that that limited David Griffin and, and the inability to expand that deal and sending Tomas Saranowski out as part of the deal. Maybe that's the key. I don't know. I don't think anybody knows except, again, those that, are, that, that are, are, are up on Airline Drive or out on Park Avenue for the NBA or what's going on in Chicago. have no clue. May, but, again, there were a lot of talk that Buddy Hill was going was to come here from Sacramento. There would be some type of, uh, of deal because uh, he's wanted out of there for a while, and, and they have added pieces now that make him obsolete on that team. There's still the matter of Josh Hart. And, and a possible sign-and-trade. Look, he has not been a hot commodity on the on the NBA free agent market. There's nobody out there wanting to throw, throw millions at, at Josh Hart right now. So we'll see how that plays out. So what did the Pels end up doing uh, in the most critical offseason in the history of pro basketball here in New Orleans? They acquired uh, Jonas uh, Valasunas, Devontae Graham, Tomas Sarnowski, Garrett Temple. They draft Trey Murphy. Uh, again, with the 17th pick that they got back for giving up a lottery pick uh, in the Memphis deal, Herb Jones at 35. So uh, they traded the rest of those second-round picks that they got for cash to be able to again pay off the the contracts of um, of uh, uh, Stan Van Gundy uh, and uh, and of course uh, the the previous coach uh, Alvin Gentry. They re-signed Willie Herm- Herman Gomez to a three-year deal and they extended, uh, they had to sign because they, they actually, again, uh, relinquished his, his uh, they didn't pick up his his option, but they were able to bring him back. Didi Lozada signed a four-year, $11.4 million extension. So that's what they got coming in. What did they have going out? Steven Adams, Eric Bledsoe, Lonzo Ball, two future number one picks. Now, on paper, they shed the salary, right? And, and players that either didn't fit or didn't want to be here in New Orleans. But I'm just going to tell it like it is, ladies and gentlemen. They certainly don't look like they got better here, okay? You can't tell me they got better. In fact, again, uh, some can say they digress based, based on what they brought in and what they, what they, what they lost. Um, they have a very inexperienced coaching staff, okay? Willie Green, uh, Collins coming in as, as again, a guy that's been on a bench but never really been a first assistant. Vincent being retained, uh, Witherspoon being retained, and D'Antoni is going to be uh, a consultant. He will not be here all the time but he's going to be a consultant. Got a very, very green coaching staff right now, okay? That's why it's it's kind of mind-blowing they didn't get a guy like Sam Mitchell to be at that first assistant. But, hey, it is what it is. They still don't have the shooters that, again, are coveted by this franchise, okay? As I stated last week, I give Griff credit for swinging for the fences for Chris Paul. Maybe not so much for Lowry, but for Chris Paul. But that was a roll of the dice because, again, that could have went south. It could have been a situation, we're looking back on this, and Lowry can't complete his three-year, uh, what is it, uh, uh, $95 million deal that he got from the, uh, from the um, Heat. And it could be a situation where Chris Paul has been often injured, uh, that the two years guaranteed at $75 million, and in the third year that $15 million guaranteed that he got from the Suns that maybe he's injured, and maybe you walk away going, man, the Pels offered, offered Chris Paul three years, $100 million. Thank God he didn't take it because, look, he's been often injured. Could be in a situation where he's bringing the Phoenix Suns back to the playoffs and maybe to the finals again. Who knows? Chris Paul's leadership on and off the court was something that was significant to this team. I talked about Chris Paul last year when, again, he was making $40 million about the possibility of trying to bring him here. But, again, we knew it couldn't happen because of the cap space. But it could again. So, what? again, they got in, 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 I'm sorry, in, in Temple, they got a poor man through CB3 in terms of Temple's leadership. They got a cheaper version of Lonzo Ball with Graham. They got a better fit with Valanciunas than Adams. So now they have to once again rely on youth, which was (laughs) – you heard the last two coaches say the biggest problem with the Pelicans is they're too young. So – The Pelicans had their summer league game today. I'll be honest with you, I recorded it. I was in the middle of a prep. I didn't have a chance to watch it. I watched it as soon as the show's over. Uh, But, again, just reading on social media, it looks like Murphy had a good game. Uh, So Murphy is going to be relied on this year as a shooter. Jones has already been talked about going to the G League team, but who knows, depending on how this roster is going to be. Jones is going to, if he's NBA ready, uh, that's who you have if you don't make any more deals. Now, I'm just going to say right now, that's not exactly moving the needle ladies and gentlemen I mean, that's just being honest okay that's not exactly saying that again you had roster improvement based on just those deals now I didn't comment on the deals last week because of the possible expansion of the Memphis deal to be able to bring in a shooter it didn't happen they have the 17 million dollar uh, trade exception they have an MLE available to them okay they've got money under the cap still so they have the ability to go out and, and to be able to to, to get um, uh, to get some more help but Look, I'll go back to what I said last week. Okay? We know who the Pelicans are. We know what the New Orleans franchise is. And if you don't, you're not paying attention. You're in denial. Okay? This is a team that cannot attract free agents unless they overpay. Go back and look at the history of free agents Says this team has been in New Orleans. And tell, show me free agents they didn't overpay for that didn't, okay? They've had to overpay for free agents for the most part. So, Overpaying gets them in cap hell. Okay, ask Dell Demps. Ask what happened last last this past year with with David Griffin. How again they had so much cap flexibility and it was gone in a swoop because of two bad deals he made. So where are they? They have to draft very very well. They have to do signing trades or they have to do trades to fill out the roster because nobody's coming to New Orleans to play behind Zion Williamson at this point in his career. I said it last week. Zion nor Brandon Ingram had the cachet to go recruit other players to New Orleans, a small market team that has never shown any inklings of having a sustainable winning product. It's not going to happen. Okay? So the Pell stand in line for the leftovers. And that's where we are, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, we are the leftover central. We're at teams that want to get rid of players that don't fit anymore, that are making too much money. We're at the the part, again, where the free agents has been picked over and where you really got to be able to find guys that have a perfect fit for you to be able to work, and then hopefully, again, you're not having to overpay. So there's a lot going on here with the Pelicans, but then, look, they are who they are. Uh, Griff has a lot of work to do because I'm telling you right now, if this is his finished product, he better start interviewing realtors because he'll be selling his house at the end of this season, and that's just period the end on that one. So let's see how it plays out. I'm going to give him a little bit more rope here. <laughs> let's see what's going to happen it's because he's got to add some shooters. He's got to add some other players. Can't rely on the, these guys that were in the Summer League today and say, wait a minute, they're going to be in. Oh, they killed the Summer League. The Summer League, my lady, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is fool's gold. Fool's gold. Okay? You can look incredible in the Summer League, but when you start playing against the men in the NBA, it's a whole different ball game. Okay? I'm, I'm glad the guys look good today. Hopefully they can carry that over into the regular season. But Summer League's different than the NBA. Take that one to the bank. All right, we'll take a break. We come back. We'll continue the conversation. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't forget about my friend at Southern Tire. Uh, in the market for tires or wheels, man, they got you covered. Um, first of all, look, something for everybody's budget. They got a, the largest selection of wheels and tires in the city, all the way up to 30 inches. And, of course, financing is available. Uh, they're your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs as well. ASC certified technicians and the same diagnostic equipment they have at the dealerships they get them right there at Southern Tire. That's one thing about the Piazza family they believe in again the technology that's out there uh, for today's cars and and again uh, Tony goes out of his way to make sure that again his technicians have the same diagnostic equipment that you get at the dealership at Southern Tire. And of course they have their tires, they have the largest selection of tires that fit your budget no matter what you drive. So some people want the high-end tires. Some people can't afford them. So there's something for everyone there. And, of course, if you've got damaged rims and you put a lot of money into those rims, man, don't toss them into, the, into a junk pile. Bring them over to Southern Tire. They'll get those, those rims repaired for you. They'll be good as new. For a company you can trust with your vehicle, whether you're in charge of a fleet account or it's your own personal vehicle, think Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. You give them a call right now at 504-737-1558. Or better yet, go to southerntire.com and check out all the service they provide for their customers, including a diagnostic page that maybe will give you a little clue about what's going wrong with your vehicle. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972. You do not stay around in this town that long if you're not doing things right for your customers. That's Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline and Metairie.
1: Inside New Orleans, if it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. We taste at four on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at nashfm1061.com. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Taco Bell's Nacho Fries are back with Fry Force, an action-packed anime flick about a team of heroes fighting to save the world from fry monsters. Experience this cinematic tour de fries yourself and get the Nacho Fries at a participating Taco Bell location near you for a limited time. Delays
4: remain heavy if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway in the Crescent City connection from Stumpf Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. Also, if you're traveling Westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway delays are heavy from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit and then delays pick back up westbound along the West Bank Expressway from Manhattan Boulevard to Avondale. Delays are steady on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. 10 westbound your delays are steady from Elysian Fields to Canal. On the 610 on the eastbound side your backups are solid from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center.
1: Where can I get a nice cold beer and a view of the hottest girls in town? Nowhere else but Visions Men's Club, serving $2 beer all day and all week long. Beat the heat and inflation at Visions on Downman Road, where all the smart locals go. Your bachelor party headquarters open from 11 a.m. until the cock crows. Traffic is brought to you by Visions Men's Club, serving $2 beer all day and all week long.
0: Hey, folks, don't forget about my friends over at Dave Miet Insurance. You want to save, you call Dave. It's pretty easy. Uh, Dusty, right now, uh, if, you're, if you haven't had your insurance checkup, make sure you have sufficient coverage for the upcoming hurricane season. If you're looking for a company that's got you back when it comes to insurance needs, it's Dave Miet Insurance. Again, D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S agency.com. Give Dave a call at 504-556-0809. You can set up a meeting for him in his office uh, on, on Veterans Next to But know this. Dave will search over 50 companies to get you the best price for your coverage. And he doesn't work for any individual insurance company. He's an independent insurance agent. And his independence gives him the opportunity, again, to be able to make sure that he takes care of his customers uh, second to none. And when it comes to insurance, again, he's an encyclopedia. He knows the business. He grew up in the business, okay? It's part of a family legacy for him. Uh, So, again, uh, when it comes to insurance, think Dave Mead Insurance. You want to save, call Dave. 504-556-0809 or d-a-v-e-m-i-l-o-e-t-i-e-t-i-n-s-agency.com. That's Dave Miet Insurance. Yeah, folks, I got my insurance with Dave. Again, Dave Wildman. I mean, just sat down with him, talked to him. My other insurance company wasn't, my other insurance agent wasn't doing the job. Dave's been on the job since day one. Again, I highly recommend Dave Miet Insurance. Uh, interesting. Uh, today, Luka Donsky says has signed a five-year, two hundred seven million dollar extension. Uh, it is the largest guaranteed supermax rookie extension in the history of the NBA. It leads us to Zion Williamson, who again this year will be playing for thirteen point five three four million dollars. Uh, it is a. Uh, I'm sorry. Pardon me. This year he'll be playing for ten million for ten million dollars you can, you can um, believe that, next season, at the end of this season, he will, be, he will be under a team option, $13.5 million. Now, at that point, the Pelicans can offer him the Supermax. Uh, and in the past, there's not been any player that's turned down the Supermax. There, are, there is some consternation right now about the possibility of, because of all the endorsements that Zion has off the court, uh, that he is uh, the, the unique player that's in the position, most like LeBron James was a while back, but, of course, that was his hometown of Cleveland, to be able to turn down the Supermax, become a restricted free agent, and to be able to move on. Now, remember, as a restricted free agent, the Pelicans can match any offer that he gets and probably would, but suppose he only all, he only goes in for one year. Pelicans offer that. At that point, again, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm guessing that at that point he would be an unrestricted free agent and be able to go elsewhere. So... Look, we'll see how it plays out, but uh, Luca signs a five-year, two hundred seven million dollar extension today, uh, and that's going to be looming for uh, for Zion at the end of this season. They got to get it together. They've got to get. See, that's the thing about this this uh, um, pick that went to um, it went to Charlotte for Graham. Now we find out again over the weekend that it turns into two second-round picks if ultimately uh, the Pelicans are in the lottery uh if the pelicans are in the lottery there's going to be mass changes on airline drive when it comes to the pelicans once again so that that is one, that's one situation the 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 other part of that is when you when you look at the situation uh, uh the the pelicans are, are are in a really really tough spot because it, it will continue to show the dysfunction uh of, of the organization and look some, some of the criticism is fair, but some of it is unfair. Uh, they, they've got to learn how to, again, pick the right leadership. Hopefully Griff can rebound and save face here and, and, and once again get the confidence of, of the fan base and the media and, and and also the confidence of Alan Draft because they can spin it any way they want it. Okay, Nobody can be happy about ultimately uh, signing Alvin Gentry to an extension for one year and then firing him. Bringing in Stan Van Gundy eight months after you bring him in, firing him, having to be able to again pay these coaches off, giving up second round picks to be able to do that, and, and then and then all of the all the really the tarnishment of, of I don't want to say the Pelicans' great reputation, but it looks like again this is a, a rudderless ship, and 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 this is looks like again the New Jersey Generals of the NBA. I'm sorry, they just do, okay? Uh, they they get these once in a generation players, they can do nothing with them. Again, it's about picking the right leadership. We thought we had that with Griff. So far, again, I'll give Griff credit for, again, uh, making up for the mistakes he made last year. It's cost him dearly. It's cost him draft picks. But he's got to do better than what he's done thus far. And this needs to be, a, as I've said, a splash offseason for the Pelicans, and then they got to put it together uh, in, in the regular season and on into the playoffs in order for this regime to be saved. All right. That's right, the, the, I said the New Jersey generals. Mike Vazanis is correct me, the Washington generals. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate that. New Jersey generals were uh, in the USFL. I want to shift your gears for a moment to uh, what happened in the quarter this weekend Look, and across the city. Look, 15 people shot on Sunday, including another uh, five on Bourbon Street. Last weekend, it was 17 people shot and five on Bourbon Street. But yet again, the mayor and, and the police chief have no answers. They got no plan. They got nothing. They got zilch. They got zero. The bottom line is, again, first of all, it was a 17-year-old that supposedly was involved in the shooting over the weekend in the French Quarter. What about the the curfew? I mean, all I heard the last few months was they were going to enforce the city curfew. That was, again, because we have so many problems with young people that are involved in crime right now, whether it be carjacking, again, whether, again, the the stick-up kids, whatever it is that a lot of the juveniles are involved in this, and they were going to really come down and really, again, enforce the curfew. So they're not enforcing the city curfew after they told they were going to enforce the curfew, and it was the 17-year-old that shot Bourbon Street up this weekend. And then comes again to the other part of this, the lack of additional post-certified police officers on the streets, not just in the French Quarter, but around the entire New Orleans, uh, the city of New Orleans, Orleans Parish. Now, in the quarter, this could have been avoided. Okay? It was brought out again last week on multiple news stations that the city has not started collecting the security taxes that were passed for the additional post certified police officers to be patrolling the quarter. Even though, again, the people of the quarter, the business people of the quarter, were, spoke loudly and they voted the tax in. Okay? They voted the tax in. They passed the tax for extra police protection. And I'm going to say this right now this is pure politics. Pure politics. Okay? The mayor wants control of the funds. The people of the quarter don't want her to control the funds. So, again, now we see this, this issue being slow-dragged by the mayor. But now also the city council. The city council slow-dragging this as well. Okay? I said it last week. The criminals know we don't have enough police on the streets, especially in the quarter. So now we got our homegrown terrorists that are wreaking havoc. They had a bar owner last night on, on the uh, on, on, I believe it was Channel 8. And, and I know the guy. He listens to the show. He owns three bars now. He came from New Jersey. He, owned, he, owned, he got one uh, down in the warehouse district, and now he's got picked up two uh, bars up in the core. So, again, he's expanding his operations. He pretty much said that he walked down uh, Bourbon Street toward his, toward his business. Three different dealers in one block on Bourbon Street offered him cocaine. Now, first of all, if you're buying cocaine on the street in Burma Street, uh, okay, you know it's fake cocaine. Or it could be worse, it could be fentanyl, okay? So that's crazy to begin with. But again, three dealers in one block offering him cocaine as he walked down the street, okay? And then the violence that he's seen over the last couple of weeks in the quarter and, 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 and before that. He said if things don't change, he's selling his bars. Now, what does that tell you right there? He's a business guy. He starts out with one bar in, in the warehouse district, ends up buying two more bars in the French Quarter, so he's expanding his empire, and then he's at the point now where he says, you know what? Screw it. If y'all can't get it together in terms of protecting the people in, in, that work in the quarter, that live in the quarter, and those that want to go in the quarter and, and, and enjoy, again, the, the, the French Quarter, the historic French Quarter, and everything that he has to offer, well, he's out. How many other people you think are thinking the same thing? Ladies and gentlemen, it's pretty simple. The riffraff has taken over Bourbon Street. Okay? And neither the chief nor the mayor has a plan to clean up the quarter. From the gutter punks to the con men to, to, to again, and con women, okay, because we get those as well, to, again, the drug dealers to the prostitutes to the beggars to the gun toting thugs. They were in the quarter every single day and every single night. The quarters are bread and butter. It's the main economic driver for the city's economy, but yet the mayors turned a blind eye to this unwanted element in the quarter. And this is not just this mayor. This was the previous mayor and the mayor before that. I mean, it used to blow me away when we had our, our when I when I was at, at uh, uh, on on uh, on, on six ninety, and I would walk to the station in the French Quarter, and I'd have to walk over gutter punks who literally set up camp on Esplanade Avenue. Now, seriously, this is the historic New Orleans French Quarter, and we got people who are camping out on the neutral grounds or on the sidewalks, and you can't get to, again, your place of business. You add that, again, to the flim-flam artists, again, the con man, the drug dealers, and now the gun-toting juveniles, Houston, we have a problem. Now, sooner or later, the tourists are going to stop coming because of the danger and and the criminal element that's allowed to run rampant in the French Quarter. Okay, that's just it. We thought COVID-19 shut us down. And look, we are experiencing a renaissance like no other in this summer. People were pent up. They were tired of being in their homes. They knew they could come to New Orleans, they could let loose, they could party. They came in droves. Second week in a row, that video is going viral. Every news station around the world is showing people running on Bourbon Street because some idiot with a gun started shooting, in some cases, a juvenile. How's that for a Chamber of Commerce moment? And it's still different outside the quarter. Look, it's a typical dual in the summer. Lawlessness has taken center stage, and it's only gotten worse because of the gun violence and the young kids that have turned from stick up kids and carjackers, carjackers that infiltrated every neighborhood in our city, which is something we did not see at one time, ladies and gentlemen. At one time, again, there were neighborhoods in which you knew there was going to be criminal activity, but there were other neighborhoods where you felt pretty safe. There's not a place in this town right now that you can go that you're not looking over your shoulder. And then you got the police chief, who's in complete denial, saying last week again that crime is down. I mean, this dude must be living in an alternative universe if he thinks crime is down. We reap what we sow, ladies and gentlemen. I've been saying it for years. We reap what we sow. This is a failure of a mayor, okay, who has no clue on how to do her job. And she's going to be reelected with, because of soft opposition. I mean, that's just the bottom line. You don't like what LaToya Cantrell did? She's got four more years, my brothers and sisters, okay, four more years. Nothing's going to change. We are the definition of insanity. Electing the same failures over and over again and expecting change. So we reap what we sow because of who we elect. And that's the bottom line. Okay, there was a time in this town where if something would have happened, where a baby or a child was shot, that people were outraged. That, again, politicians went out there and, again, even though they gave lip service, something happened. Okay, patrols increased, whatever had to happen. There was a time that, again, if there was a, a shooting in the French Quarter, again, everybody was outraged. Where's the outrage? No, we truly are the city that care forgot because we forgot to care, and that's the bottom line. All right, we'll take a break. We come back. We'll continue the conversation. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't go anywhere. How about them Saints? I admit, you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apathy. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your Automotive needs. Hickory and Airline and Menory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504 737 1558 to schedule an appointment or go to SouthernTire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Villery's Florist is celebrating 52 years in business. To celebrate the occasion in the month of August, Villaries is offering a cash-and-carry rose special. Get a dozen of Villery's high-quality roses for 9 dollars a dozen. That's 9 dollars a dozen. Also, giant Louisiana sunflowers are three for $5.20. That's 3 for $5.20 for beautiful Louisiana sunflowers. Come celebrate Villery's Florist's 52nd anniversary. That's Villaries Florist with locations on the South Shore, North Shore, and Villery'sFloris.com.
2: Everyone here knows Diamonds Direct is the place to go for the best diamonds at the best prices. But did you know that savvy buyers from all over America, even Los Angeles and New York, now come here to buy their diamonds? These high-end shoppers have discovered that Diamonds Direct has one of America's best selections of large, rare diamonds, from 3 carats to 20 carats, all certified by the GIA, the most reputable and most trusted gem lab in the world. Because of Diamonds Direct's international connections and tremendous buying power, we're one of only a handful of jewelry stores in America that is able to offer a large selection of rare and precious gia diamonds in fact diamonds directs multi-million dollar selection includes a stunning array of high-end riviera necklaces 20 carat tennis bracelets and an extraordinary collection of rare precious gemstones rubies sapphires emeralds and even the really hard to find fancy yellow diamonds come see why diamonds direct right here is the destination for high-end shoppers all over america extraordinary selection quality and unmatched value and a short drive for you Diamonds Direct on Severn Avenue across from Lakeside Mall.
0: In the market for a generator, don't forget about my friends at Burkhard Air Conditioning They're your generator sales and service experts. Uh, first of all, uh, if you're looking for a generator, give them a call. Let them come out to the house or out to the business. Sit down with them. The professionalism is going to overwhelm you uh they'll sit down with you you'll do a consultation you, you come to an agreement put you on the calendar single day install they're not coming out going to put half the generator up they'll be back tomorrow to finish it up a single day install okay that they, they again that's that's their their word is their bond that's going to happen uh then of course financing available generators you can finance that over time there's a new install and quality check after one month on Everything that they, that they service, that's about their customer service. And, of course, if you have a generator at your home or your business, you need to get that service if you utilize it $100 during the last storm season. And don't forget, when it comes to your generator breaking down, 24-7, 365 emergency service. They got all the parts you need in their warehouse in Mandeville. They'll be out there quick to get you up and running. A company you can trust when it comes to generator sales and service, it's Burkhart. ACpromise.com. That's ACpromise.com. All right, uh, Saints taking on the Baltimore Ravens on Saturday. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, again, uh, we'll find out a lot about again a lot of what we saw or, or with with again some of the pool reporters that that are, have been allowed at camp that are, are going to be have been giving us information. We'll find out again how these players look. Uh, especially again, look, there's a lot of different positions. Obviously, the the cornerback the position is one where you want to see what type of talent they have there. Uh, the the wide receiver position, look. Big difference in what the wide receiver position when you're talking about in a game or at practice. Uh, can these players get off the jam? Can can, can can they have separation? Okay. That's another thing. Young players, the ability to get off the jam at the line of scrimmage, to be able to get into your route and, again, in a timing offense, be where you need to be at that certain, certain time, and then to make you have the separation okay, from, from the defensive back. And, we, again, we've seen young players stumble when it comes to this. Where a veteran is a little bit more savvy, has the ability to maybe get open. So, we'll find out a lot about the wide receiver position as well. I've been hearing a lot about the defensive line. Okay, guys are looking great. Well, again, we'll find out how good they're great, how great they're looking. I mean, can, can they transfer what they've been able to do on the practice field to game time when they're playing against another team where they're the guys that are trying to make a club just like they are? So, again, we'll see what the measuring stick is there. I don't anticipate Quan Alexander playing. I think they're going to hold him out until maybe the regular season when they have, have to get him on the field when they can utilize him. But That means, again, again, the young uh, linebackers will be on the field a lot. We have there. So, again, this is the litmus test over the next three weeks to find out where this team is uh, because there's been a lot of changeover within that roster. So we'll see how it plays out. For those of you just tuning in and, and don't realize that Gretna Fest has been canceled. Also, again, the Red Dress Run has been canceled. Jazz Fest is canceled. All these festivals have been canceled now, especially the fall festivals, because of the COVID-19 variant. Look, I guess you can question the Jazz Fest on saying, man, and even Gretna Fest, man, you're 10 or, 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 or so weeks out. Why, why cancel now? Well, I, I, got, I got a son-in-law that's in the music industry. It's not just happening, again, with, the, uh, with what's going on with here in New Orleans. But, again, uh, a lot of bands are canceling their tours, or at least, again, suspending their tours right now because of the variant. But nevertheless, there's a reason why, folks, especially when you talk about here in Louisiana, okay? Uh, maybe that's one factor why we see, we're seeing these cancellation of these festivals is because the bands are canceling their tours or at least really suspending them. But again, the other factor is, again, there are still holdouts when it comes to getting vaccinated. And that's the bottom line, ladies and gentlemen, period, the end. Look, we're right back where we were last year. It's because some citizens are refusing to get vaccinated for whatever their reasons are. Medical, political, they don't trust the uh, FDA, they don't trust uh, the CDC. I mean, wh- whatever it is, okay? So whatever the reasons are, prepare yourself. Because if we don't see a downturn in these hospitalizations and these positive tests, we're going to see a lot of these restrictions come back. And that's going to crush our, our hospitality industry. The restaurants and bars which suffered so much because you know LaToya the Destroyer. will shut them down with, again, without even a blink of an eye. Everybody's thinking, again, LSU's going to have a full football stadium. Again, so far, so, so far, yes. But yet, remember, the Dome is an indoor stadium. I'm going to be interested to see, if, I think it's next week they come back home, if, if there's going to be a full stadium for next week's preseason game. We know that they're probably going to have to be masking. But, again, to me, football stadiums might be limited. Concerts are going to go silent. Okay, restaurants and bars, back to the restrictions that they had. Look, I'm going to tell you right now, I've said it before. I don't feel like I'm in a position to be able to tell anybody to do what they do, what they want to do with their body. But look in the mirror if you're bitching and complaining about these shutdowns and you need to get a vaccination, okay? Because this time time around, the outbreak's on you, period, the end. The outbreak is on you. For those of us that got vaccinated, there's a lot of frustration out here right now. Having to go back to masking and having to worry about the possibility of, again, uh, of, of having these shutdowns. Which again is going to cost us a tremendous amount of money. We're going to start losing businesses in this city. I mean, how many, how much more can 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 the country bail out? Can the government bail out businesses when it comes to COVID nineteen? At some point, we got to do things on our own. Whatever your reason is, we're seeing a lot of people rethink this. Five hundred percent. the vaccinations in Louisiana are up five hundred percent since this Delta variant came out. Hopefully people will heed the warning and we won't get to the point where Cantrell or or, or even John Bell Edwards are shutting down things once again in the state of Louisiana because we are the epicenter for this Delta variant. And look, between the shootings on Bourbon Street and the violence that we have in this town and this being a hot spot right now, we are killing the goose that laid the golden egg when it comes to our hospitality industry. We've seen a summer unlike any summer we've seen. And it's been, it's been, a, it's been a, a, a big deal for the hospitality industry to have people back in their places. And that can go away simply because, again, where we are right now. Hopefully that will change over the next couple of weeks. All right, uh, one more note before, before we get out of here. I want, to, I want to make sure, again, you guys know that Will Lutz is going to undergo surgery as a core injury. Uh, they signed uh, Brett Mayer, who's going to come in and uh, attempt to uh, be the uh, next kicker for the Saints. Xavier Howard is staying in Miami after a reworked deal. So, anybody was thinking Howard was coming to New Orleans to be corner opposite Lattimore? That's not happening. According to uh, Jeff Duncan, the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, C.J. Henderson, might be on their radar. Um, so, we'll see how that kind of plays out. And, of course, uh, the Pelicans uh, did really well in Summer League today. The hype train is a running, okay? All of a sudden, now Trey Murphy is going to be an all star. I haven't seen the game yet. I'm going to watch it as soon as I get off the air today. Uh, but the hype train is a coming. So, again, when you look at, at the Pelicans, they, uh, look, these young players that are playing right now that are going to be on this roster, you want to see vast improvement. I'm, I'm kind of upset the fact that Jackson Hayes got into that beef he got in with the with Los Angeles Police Department, and he's not in, in, uh, in, uh, in Las Vegas on the Summer League team. Because I thought, again, he needed some time on the, Southern League t- on the Summer League team uh, to really continue to be able to grow as a player. Uh, but this is a time that, again, you can look at these players and see if they if, again, what they got what it, what it takes to be in the NBA. And hopefully, again, that game translates from the Summer League to the NBA. But look, it's a big gap between Summer League and the NBA in terms of the talent. We'll see how it plays out. All right, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt. If your AC breaks down, call Burkhardt, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. That's North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home, Nate-certified technicians, and, of course, more importantly, a company you can trust. Won't gouge you, won't cheat you, won't come up with, again, a mysterious part that needs to be replaced. It's not how they do business. They want you to tell your friends, your family how you were treated with Burkhardt so you'll be a customer. Looking for a company you can trust with your AC system? It breaks down? Don't fret. Call Burkhardt, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. The TikTok Cafe and the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night order online for delivery at nolacookery.com it's always a great time on bourbon street at old new orleans cookery hi folks trust is what Burkhart air conditioning and heating is all about take it from me eric asher if your ac ever fails you can trust Burkhart to be there quick get you back up and running if you need a new ac trust Burkhart to treat you with respect to help you save with a fair price do the job right as my good friend john burkhardt always says trust is the foundation of our business just ask our customers for air conditioning this season How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's; the food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid City at thirty-seven hundred one Opafield. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since nineteen seventy-two. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory & Airline and Menory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers.
2: Diamonds Direct believes it's perfectly fine to spoil our customers and 30-year jewelry professional and Diamonds Direct associate Cesar Fuentes agrees. Diamonds Direct's main concern is to make sure that the client, whoever steps into that front door, has anything and everything that he or she is looking for. It starts with a selection that's up to 30 times other stores. We have more of a selection than what New Orleans had before Diamonds Direct. We offer more in price and quality and merchandise. And don't forget the rings. Over 4,000 rings from world-class designers, designers other stores aren't even allowed to carry. And to have all of these designers in one place, from viraggio to A Jaffe. these are designers that have been in the business for 20, 30 years. It's Just so special. And everything at Diamonds Direct comes with a free lifetime warranty. We'll take care of that special piece that you purchased from us, and it's free, it's lifetime. Diamonds Direct. Our customers are spoiled, and we're okay with that. On Severn Avenue across from Lakeside Mall.
0: All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you missed any of today's program, the podcast will be out about about 20 minutes or so after the program ends. Anchor is our home base for all the major podcasting platforms. I want to thank Rudy back at studio. I want to thank all of our great sponsors to make this, this show happen. You can go to ericasher.com for the slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our program. Uh, I'll make it pretty easy for you. I can do this. Click on the icon of the sponsor. take you right through the website. Everything you need to know about those sponsors, including phone numbers, contact information, menus, etc. all right there for you. Uh, thank you for supporting those sponsors. And thanks to those sponsors for supporting this program. Also, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New All Sports this week. Uh, Thursday, 1 p.m. live on uh, LAE, also live streaming on the WLE TV YouTube page. 6 p.m. on LAE on Thursday night, 10 p.m. on The Deuce. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. 2 a.m. on The Deuce every Saturday morning, and of course on Pelican Sports Television at 5 o'clock every Saturday afternoon. Always at ericash.com, always on uh, the WLE TV YouTube page, and always at our uh, social media platforms at eric underscore asher on twitter and eric asher on facebook remember you can contact me via the social media platforms or you can hit me up at uh, eric at dot on the email if you have any questions or comments about any of the programs feel free to be able to do that as well coming up next is ken trahan with all access no guests for kenny tonight just kenny all, all ken uh for the next hour. And uh, looking forward to his great program. And, of course, throughout the week, uh, right here on 106.1, our talk block, which starts at 4 o'clock with yours truly, goes all the way to 7 uh, with Ken Trahan, Jude Young, and All Access. My name is Eric Asher. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow, straight up 4 o'clock, for another edition of Inside New Orleans. From the dog catching the governor. they all got to go.